Welcome to the Leadership in Context podcast with Keith Tusi. There's a lack of integrity and leadership when you say you want to do one thing, but your day-to-day decisions aren't helping you get there. Hi, this is Keith Tusi with Leadership in Context, helping believers lead in every area and venue in life. I've been talking about getting better uh, doing things better, improving our game, so to speak. And uh, I want to talk about getting better as a leader. Uh, we've talked a little bit about that, but these are just some real kind of mechanical uh, adjustments we can make, perspectives we need to carry. And I want to read to you just to start one verse of Scripture, and that is from Second Corinthians, the last chapter, 13, in verse 10, he says, For this reason I am writing these things while absent, so that when present I need not use severity in accordance with the authority which the Lord gave me for building up and not for tearing down. Now I want to pay attention to that last part of it. For building up and not tearing down. Obviously, the book of Second Corinthians is very corrective in nature. Both books of Corinthians are the two most corrective books in the New Testament. But the Apostle Paul really deals with something here. And I think the heart of what's being said is, if you understand that what I'm trying to do is make things better for you, you can grasp it. If you don't understand that, then you're going to reject it. And, you know, this can go clear back to just, you know, when you're training your children, you know, when somebody believes or comprehends that what you're doing is really trying to help them, it's a lot easier to get them to cooperate, to buy in, to be part of the vision, to be part of the journey, whatever terminology you want to put on it. So one of the things you've really got to investigate as a leader is do the people there, has it been voiced to them? Or are you just assuming they know that you're not just trying to get them to do something, but you are trying to improve them? You're trying to help them be a better man, a better woman, a better dad, a better leader, a better boss, a better servant, a better minister. That has got to be the backdrop. If you lose that, you really lose the ability to steer the ship because there's going to be internal resistance. And sometimes, and and I've done this a lot, I I think I've mentioned it on this podcast on another uh, show we did, was that, you know, there were times where I had to sit people and look in the eye and say, listen, I have nothing to gain of what I'm going to tell you. This is about you. Sometimes you have to, you know, put things in context for people and really remind them that you are for them especially if there's any correction involved or there's any challenge. And in leadership is, there's correction. 2 Timothy 3.16 says that the word of God is inspired for correction, is profitable for doctrine, for reproof. So there's, you know, the word of God does that. Good leaders do that, okay? Uh, so to order to, in order to steer the ship, I believe that the people around you have got to be reminded from you, especially in times where you're making tough decisions that might affect people, 
that, hey, I'm really trying to do this. I really have your best at heart. Now, when we relate to God like that, we see victory. And you know, you you may know people, you may be ministering to someone right now that will not obey God because they cannot comprehend that God means good for them. You know, that's really the roadblock. Little things, just obeying God. This God has done this for me because he means my best. How about sex outside of marriage? That's a great big cultural issue. Well, God's not just saying no to something. He's saying yes to your future. Now, if people believe that, that if they wait, it's really better. It's not just obeying God. Then they understand that God's authority is for building them up and not tearing them down. I hope you're connecting this. So that is really one of the things that is much in the heart of a leader. Uh, You know, leaders define a place and create a process to help people move ahead. Leaders define a place and help create a process for people to move ahead. Managers do the best with what they have to maintain what is happening. And leaders and managers need to work together. And I would say this, that every leader has to have some manager in them. Not every manager has to have leadership in them. And so those two gifts work together well. And the manager is the one that will say, this is what we have right now, and we can do the best with this. This this is what's in the cupboard. This is what we can make. The leader will say, I don't like what's in the cupboard. I'm going to the store. Give me my bow and arrow. I'm going hunting. I'm going to add something to the ingredients so you can see how those two things work together. But I think it's got to start with the foundation of this guy, this gal really means good for us. You know, especially around this time of year now, we really start talking about setting goals and leaders do that. They set a goal by saying, this is where we want to go. This is where we want to grow. And this is how we want to grow. And this is how we want to go. But goals are not just about productivity. Goals are not just about, you know, what was our profit margin? How many people did we baptize? How big was the crowd? How many votes did we get? Whatever, whatever it may be. But it's about the clarity of the direction. So one of the goals that you, when you set a goal, say, this is the island. We, we you know, we're getting on the, the good ship gospel and we want to get to this island. And if that destination is clear, then whatever storms come up, whatever pirates show up, whatever sharks attack the boat, whatever happens, because there's a clarity about where you're going, people can really dig in and they can fight and they can win. But if they're not sure about that destination, if they're not sure that's really where they're going or it's worth getting there, there's going to be a hesitancy to give all. So when you see a whole group of people that have gifts, but they're not giving all, you really have to check and say, hey, is the clarity of the destination, is it really burning in their hearts? And that's what a leader does. A leader says, we're going to take the good ship gospel and we're going to get to that destination island. That's the place we're going to. You know, we call that vision. Vision is the preferred place that we want to be. Vision is not a complicated, mystical, convoluted thing that nobody can figure out. Vision says, this is our next step. This is where we want to go. And when people carry that, when they hit obstacles, they're over to, they're able to overcome them, even when they're pressed hard against them. And so one of the things that leadership does 
is in that setting goals is just even the big picture. So if they know where they're going, they're willing to fight, they're willing to invest to do it. Uh, you know, a good example would be if I have a financial goal and, and over my life we've had, you know, we've had a lot of financial goals. You know, we've had goals of uh, saving money to invest in the gospel. We've had goals of saving money so we'd never have to get a car loan again. We'd only pay cash. And, and so when you have that goal, then every time, listen, every time you're making a financial decision, you say, is buying this $5 cup of coffee, is that helping my goal? Or is that working against my goal? Or is it neutral? Is it not affecting it either way? Uh, is it okay to do it sometimes, but not all the times? See, just having that clear goal, that clear destination, this is where I'm trying to go, helps you to make day-to-day decisions. So as a leader, you want integrity in your process. What does integrity mean? It means that the decisions you're making every day add up to the place that you want to go. The decisions you're making every day add up to the place you want to go. And a lot of times there's a lack of integrity, not morally speaking, but leadership speaking, because we say we want to do one thing, but we're really making day-to-day decisions that are not helping us get there. They're going the other way. We're saying we want to go to that island, but the mo- but we're paddling in the wrong direction. We're being distracted by uh, something else. So having that kind of clarity is really one of the benefits that enables people to push forward and do what they want to do. So establishing that place you want to go helps you in the day-to-day decisions. When you see inconsistency in people, even morally speaking, I think, when you see inconsistency in people, they're committed, they're not committed, they're here, they're not there. They they come to work, they don't come to work. They work hard one day, they don't. There, there is something underlying that because they've proven they have the ability and they have some value on it, but they've not connected the dots that this decision has something to do with my destiny, right? And so as we teach the scripture, the scripture teaches cause and effect. The, te- the, the scripture teaches what? Sowing and reaping, right? That there is a cause and that there is an effect. A good leader not only teaches that, a good leader models that there's a cause and effect and that's why when you have a vision when you're making decisions you say and that's why we're doing this that's why this decision is so important you're you're illustrating it you're highlighting it you're making a commentary on it and i think a lot of times leaders fail when we're just not making a a a running commentary even with the family even with the kids just saying okay this is why we've made the decision this is why we're going to grandma's house for christmas or why we're not going and and we're just running the commentary because this is what we're trying to accomplish helping them think helping them process and uh, the reason I, as a pastor, like to teach about money so much, and you know, we did the Dave Ramsey stuff. We did something called the Get Out of Debt Club. I did at least two financial series every year, and not just about giving, about, about principles of biblical finance, is because that is something that enables people to connect to, hey, I want to go somewhere, and this is the way I'm going to get there. And there are a lot of people financially that don't want to go somewhere. They just want to pay the bills. Well, then let's define that as going somewhere and start making decisions that are consistent with that. And my experience has been 
I really am on a bunny trail here, as you probably guessed, but my experience has been, if you can help people financially process that, then you can help them in a lot of other areas. And that's why the financial integrity and the financial self-government of a leader is so critical, okay? Uh, Because it all ties into how they're going to lead. Hey, I hope, uh, I mean, I threw some stuff at you today. We kind of got off a little bunny trails, but I I think they're probably for somebody out there. So I want you to take it and run with it. Share this with somebody. Be the leader God has called you to be in every venue and opportunity in life. This is Keith Ducey for Leadership in Context. Having integrity in your process as a leader means that the decisions you make every day add up to the place you want to go. Why are you doing the things you are doing? Are they moving you towards where you are going or steering you off course? Thanks for listening this week to another episode of Leadership in Context with Keith Tusi. Join us next week as Keith continues to put leadership truths in the context of the local church. As always, subscribe, like, rate, and share our podcast. To contact Keith or ask him a question, email podcast at nrpastors.com. If you would like more information, you can check out our website, find us on Facebook, or follow us on Instagram at NRPastors. See you next week.